Welcome to the Food Issues Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Revelant, and I'm a journalist, healthcare copywriter, and a mom of two. In every episode, we talk about the challenges around feeding kids and give you practical and realistic solutions that will inspire and empower you to raise healthy eaters. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another exciting week of the podcast. Last week, I sat down with Kieran Dodeja Smith, a certified integrative health coach and founder of Easy Real Food. And we talked about feeding teens, TikTok, and body image. Kieran had so many great tips. So if you missed it, definitely go back and listen. This has been another amazing season of guests, but it's not over yet. Next week, I'm releasing a special bonus episode, and without giving too much away, it's with the creator of one of the most well-known kid-friendly recipe sites. You definitely don't want to miss it. All right, so we all know kids love their snacks, but oftentimes what they're eating isn't always the best. It's a lot of goldfish, gummy fruit, and highly processed snacks, and getting healthier stuff isn't always easy, but it's not for a lack of options. There are a ton of snacks that are organic and made with real foods that seem like good options, but they also have to be something that's delicious and your kid's going to like. It can be have all these benefits and all this and that, but at the end of the day, if it doesn't taste good, nobody's going to buy it again. That's Laurel Orley, who together with her aunt, Diane Orley, are founders of Daily Crunch, a company that makes superfood-infused sprouted nut snacks that are made without added sugars, preservatives, or additives minimal to no oil, and are what they call uniquely crunchy. We talk about how Daily Crunch came to be, the benefits of sprouted nuts for your kids, plus some healthy and easy recipe ideas. Diane also shares a personal story and how Daily Crunch is turning a family tragedy into hope for others. I know you're going to love this interview with Diane and Laurel Orley. Well, Diane and Laurel, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having us. We're excited. Yeah. So let's talk about your story. How did Daily Crunch come to be? Well, um, I was visiting my sister in Austin 20 years ago and just eating her, snacking on her nuts. And I was like, these are different. And she picked, told me that she had picked up the process in India of women seeing women drop their nuts in water. And then she took it a step further and dehydrated them. So she taught me how to do this. I went home. I began doing it, you know, bought a little dehydrator. And um, just started gifting them to friends and family. And they just said, you have to sell these. They're too good. So I put up a little website um, and just it wouldn't go away. It grew organically um, out of my basement. Um, And then I just always knew there'd be a sign if and when it was time to go big. And Laurel approached me a few years ago. She's my niece uh, through marriage. And um, she's just taken it and she runs the ship. And we're just having a great, great time. Great journey. Yeah. It's amazing to see your growth over these years. So what was it like to launch a company, right? You know, smack in the middle of the pandemic. Well, it was the right in the beginning of the pandemic. And I just want to build onto what Diane said is Diane and her sister created this great product, but I didn't even know back then that it was sprouted. And I think that goes back to what we're saying about this whole bitter for you um, phenomenon that's going on that like, it can be have all these benefits and all this and that, but at the end of the day, if it doesn't taste good, nobody's going to buy it again. And the fact that I didn't know it was sprouted and had all these health benefits, I just liked it. <laughs> it was a win-win. Um, but we launched in March, 2020. So 
Um, we are approaching our 30 year anniversary, which is hard to believe. And we thought we were going to get right in there, launch in March, get right into like the whole foods and the sprouts of the world. And then the world closed down. And these retailers literally said to us, if you're not toilet paper and eggs, don't call us. Yeah. <laughs> and we kind of looked at each other and we're like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And we really had to pivot and re-strategize our entire first year launch. So what did that look like? Well, we started to pivot to direct to consumer. We launched on Amazon. We applied to the KHE up next uh, uh, KHE Elevate program, and we started to get into like gifting boxes. We are in the pop sugar must have it box that summer, and it really forced us to take a step back and say, "Who do we want to be as a brand?" All right, now we're, we launched. We're here, but who are we really reaching out to? Who is our consumer? Who are we? And it really helped us answer a lot of questions that are very hard to do the first year of launch, but at the end of the day, really helped get us to the growth that we had last year. Um, Because once the, the world started opening back up, we saw tremendous growth in year two. We went from about 750 doors to over 4,500. So what would you say is the one of the biggest challenges with parents feeding their kids today and snacking in particular? Diane, this is definitely an Aunt Diane question. Uh, well, <laughs> I just see that generation with young kids is just moving so fast and not having the time. You know, I'm a cook. I, I cooked for my kids growing up, you know, most meals. And it's just different today. I mean, everyone's working so hard and moving so fast. And so we have this shelf stable product that can go in a purse or a diaper bag or, you know, on the go snack. And we just find it's protein. It's got vitamins and minerals and things you, you want to eat and give your kids that are able to eat nuts. Um, so, yeah, it's just a great, you know, on the go snack, which I think is just the difference in today and 30 years ago when I was raising my kids. Yeah, I think unfortunately, you know, aside from food allergies, so the kids that can't have nuts, nuts isn't really something that parents think of first to pack for their kids. Um, yes and no. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of of nut allergies that people are very sensitive to and aware of in this day and age. I, I mean, most kids have another child, a child in their classroom, at least one that has a nut allergy. I think that there are people that are coming full circle that it's really important that their kids get a healthy snack in and trying to find something that they'll like because kids are also are very, if they don't like it, they're not going to try it again. I get all of these samples. I was just at the fancy food show last week and I brought back all these samples of all these kids focused products and I gave them to my kids. Some of them they loved and others they spit out and they said, don't, don't you try to buy this for or give this to us again. <laughs> and if, if they don't like it, they're, they're not going to want again. I think what's unique about our product is that it has this crunch like a chip. So, you know, people are very sensory, especially when it comes to um, audio. So the fact that you can have a product that crunches and you can taste that texture difference, like a potato chip that they would also like does 
make a difference. You know, just a few weeks ago, my son asked me, he said, mom, can I bring a bag of the Nashville hot flavor to school? My friend wants to try it. So I said, sure, fine. And then the mom emailed me that night and she said, my son loved this so much. And I've been looking for a clean product. We just ordered a bunch online. And I think it just goes to show that if it's something good for your kid and they like it, it, it's a win-win. Yeah, absolutely. What's different about the almonds that you use? What's incredible is that I have, we've all learned on this team about how almonds are not all created equal. And we work with a specific almond farm in California that is also one of the most sustainable with their water irrigation practices, but they also are the largest certified bee-friendly farm with helping to regenerate the bees. Um, For us, it's really important with our almonds and with whatever we're sourcing that they're non-GMO, that they're vegan certified that we know who the farmer is, who's bringing it in. But I'd say our biggest relationship is with our almond farm. And it's incredible to learn about even the updates we get about the the blooming of the almonds in the winter and how that will set the forecast for what size almonds they're going to get for the remainder of the year and how many they're going to be estimating based on if there are any freezes or whatever that bloom entails. And our almond farmer actually has asked us to come out for the next bloom and see it. And we're looking really forward to being there. That's great. So Diane, you talked a little bit about sprouted nuts, but what exactly are they? What is the process and why are they good for us? I can actually jump in on that is that um, when you soak an almond in water, it sheds phytic acid. And when the phytic acid comes off of the almonds, it actually makes them more nutrient dense and easier to digest. Um, And something called bioavailable, where the nutrients can absorb in your body a lot faster. So a lot of people, not all, but a lot of people who do have issues where they can't have nuts can eat sprouted almonds because that phytic acid is removed. So it does start the germination or sprouting process, but obviously we don't go that step where a sprout is actually coming out of the almond, what it does, it it removes the phytic acid and then we put it into a dehydrator. And so what's the history of sprouting? Because it's not something that you really hear about in the U.S. When we were doing research before we launched, it was actually really interesting because in other countries, they call it activated. So in Australia, a lot of the nuts there are activated nuts and it's the same process that have sprouted. In Europe, especially in um, parts of England, and they they call it activated. And the the term sprouted or sprouting really started to come up outside of natural food retailers in other categories, such as bread. I know that you all have heard about sprouted breads, or Go Raw does a lot of sprouted seeds. So the term sprouted is starting to come up a lot more in the US and as a US brand they you know the word sprouted over activated is used even though it means the same thing in other countries they say activated but um there are a number of nut brands that are sprouted in the United States it's right now 
very big in the natural channel stores. So a lot of these more mainstream stores like your Kroger and the Publix of the world, you won't see sprouted almonds, but it is getting there. I mean, Go Raw, which has sprouted seeds, isn't a lot of mainstream. And our whole thing is that you can't build a category by yourself. You need, you know, we're trying to carve out a mainstream category in the US and having the sprouted breads or the go raws of the world helping to bring sprouted and educate consumers will only help us further this category of sprouted. So you would definitely say that for parents who are feeding their kids almonds, they should definitely go the sprouted way. I think it's really important that parents are educated and understand the benefits. I mean, at the end of the day, like we just want our kids to eat something healthy. And if they're not going to eat regular almonds, but they'll eat sprouted because they have, there's that crunch texture difference, like all the better. I mean, almonds are still really good for you. This is just a different type of almonds. And I mean, I can't, I can't tell a parent like, oh, you should have sprouted or regular nuts. But what we can do is educate them so they understand there are health benefits that are different, but also there's a crunch texture that will make your kids probably want to eat more of it. Yeah, that's great. And would you say that there's myths about sprouted nuts or just nuts in general that parents should know? I think people just are still a little confused by it. Like, oh, sprouted nut. Does that mean that there's going to be like a plant coming out of it? Or, you know, I think, I think consumers outside of that natural world aren't really sure what to make of it. But, you know, we were on Good Morning America last January and we sold out in in record time. So there is a, a curiosity where consumers outside of the natural channel do want to try it, do want to experience it. And we're seeing a lot of those people who tried us last January are repeat customers. Absolutely. So we're going to take a break. And when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of your favorite healthy and easy meal and snack ideas using sprouted nuts. If mealtimes are stressful and you just can't get your kids to eat what you make, then you've got to get them in the kitchen. Cooking with my kids has really gone a long way in encouraging them to try new foods and eat their veggies. But most of us aren't chefs, and that's why I love the Kids Cook Real Food e-course. This course was created by a mom of four and a former elementary school teacher, and it's for kids ages two to teen. You'll get more than 30 basic cooking skills, 45 videos, including a ton of bonuses, principal supply and grocery shopping list, and kid-friendly recipes. The course also has a ton of substitutions, so if your kids have food allergies or dietary restrictions, they've got you covered. My daughters and I have taken the course, and it was so easy to follow along that they made an entire recipe on their own. More than 18,000 families have taken this course, and the Wall Street Journal named it the number one cooking class for kids. All you have to do to sign up is go to kidscookrealfood.com slash food issues. And because you're a listener, you'll get a free lesson. Again, go to kidscookrealfood.com slash food issues and sign up. Most of the time, I don't even know why I cook meals because all my kids want are snacks. But finding healthy snacks with real food ingredients that are also affordable isn't always easy. And that's why I love Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market that makes healthy living easy and affordable. 
Everything is organic and non-GMO, and members save an average of $32 on every order. My kids are all about the Lara bars and the Go Raw cinnamon snacking seeds. Thrive Market also has essential groceries, safe supplements, non-toxic home products like Truce, which is one of my favorite cleaners. And they also have clean beauty products, plus ethical meat, sustainable seafood, clean wine, and more. If you join today, you can get 25% off your first order and a free gift. All you have to do is go to thrivemarket.com slash food issues where you can sign up and see my favorite items. And for every paid membership, they give a free membership to a family in need. So sign up today at thrivemarket.com slash food issues. What are your favorite healthy and easy meal and snack ideas using sprouted nuts? Well, my favorite recipe that I make a couple times a week is this lentil and kale salad. And you put um, almonds. I just use the plain. Um, you saute them. Anyway, I can post that somewhere. It's a great recipe. It's called, it's called something like gets better every day salad. (laughs) And so you can keep it in your fridge for like a week. Yeah, it's delicious. (laughs) Um, That's kind of my go-to, but I just, I like to just snack on them. They're my midday snack. I throw some in my yogurt in the morning, but usually about three, four o'clock is my, that's when I eat my almond. So let's talk about the flavors and different varieties of daily crunch snacks. So we have six flavors. We go from Nashville hot, which is a like six out of 10 spice in my mind. Um, we have my favorite, the golden goodness, um, which we might be changing the name. Actually, we are to, to uh, turmeric and sea salt, Laurel. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Um, anyway, then we have a medley, two medleys, a cinnamon java and a cherry berry. And then we have our plain. Um, oh, cacao and sea salt. We have a sweet, a sweet option. Um, so those are our six right now. We have one coming out, another one soon. We did one at holiday that was a big hit, a chai. Um, and we have another big surprise coming out and rolling out soon. Um, but we're constantly in R&D thinking of new ways to um, new flavor profiles. Uh, so, yeah. What are your favorite flavors? Mine is the golden goodness. It has nutritional yeast, little onion powder, a little salt, um, and this turmeric, which is such a good superfood. And I just love those. Yeah. And you, Laurel? Uh, well, we had a limited time flavor called Spiced Chai Pear, which will be coming back next fall. But I was obsessed with eating that in the morning in, uh, with my yogurt. One of our superpowers is that we can actually soak the almonds in a flavor. So our cinnamon java or coffee and coconut is where we actually soak the almonds in organic coffee for 48 hours. So um, hint, hint, our new flavors are going to be soaked um, in flavors to really bring out the almonds while they go through the sprouting process. Wow, that sounds amazing. And where can people find them? We have a store locator on our website. Um, We are in, if you're in the Midwest, we're in Meyer. If you're on the West Coast, we're in the Erewhon, Rallies, um, Berkeley Bowls, Bristol Farms of the world. We are do have two of our flavors in the CVS health hubs across the United States. So where you can find us in every state. If you can't, for some reason, we are um, on Amazon and also uh, we sell on our website. 
Great. And I think that another really important part of your business is that you give back to support mental illness. Can you talk about that story, Diane? Sure. So I lost a child uh, to suicide uh, nine years ago. Uh, it'll be 10 in March. Wow. Anyway, so, um, you know, there was no question when we talked about a give back. Um, mental illness affects almost every family that I know in one way or another. Um, the rates of suicide among kids is now, I think it might've even gone from three to two, but it's way up there. Um, and nowadays, you know, it's even worse than it was when I lost my son. Um, but he did have bipolar disease. Um, and we're just kind of bringing whatever we can good from our horrific tragedy. Um, so we're doing a lot of work, um, on campuses, college campuses with mental health. We're put together what's called the support network. My son actually runs it, and it's peer to peer groups on campuses. So, at University of Michigan, it's called the Wolverine Support Network. In Cincinnati, University of Cincinnati, it's called the Bearcat Support Network. Um, we're in about eight schools around the country with quite a few interested, but we want to spread it slowly and purposefully and do it right. Um, so, it's proven to save lives. It's um, it's, you know, peer-to-peer groups together uh, that meet once a week, and then they meet as a whole, all three or four hundred, maybe do yoga and the diag or go bowling or have a retreat, and just to be with people and be able to share in a safe space. And, um, you know, just, yeah. Yeah, um, it's so important. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I had so much fun chatting with you. Where can listeners go to learn more about Daily Crunch Snacks? Our website has our story and um, we're, we're women owned certified and we're just continuing the story as we go into year three. And we're excited for kind of the journey and to elevate more that we're women owned and we're mental health mission based. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, you, Julie. This is great. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Diane and Laurel Orley and definitely head on over to dailycrunchsnacks.com, which I've linked to in the show notes to learn more. And don't forget to tune in next week for that special bonus episode you won't want to miss. Thank you so much for tuning into the Food Issues Podcast. You can connect with me on julierevelant.com where you can leave me a voicemail or send me a message and let me know about a new topic or guest you'd like to hear from. And be sure to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I'll see you next week. 